Hi everyone, Benjamin Smith here, pastor of Revealing Truth Ministries, Wesley Chapel. You know, God is always speaking good things to us and he has a word for you today, we are sure of it. Take some time out to listen and we'll be back as soon as we're done. God bless you. God is good. Yes. You know, can nothing stop a Holy Ghost party, y'all. We just adjust and we just keep it moving because God is good. He is beyond good. He loves us. We love each other and we're going to just keep on going. So how everyone doing this morning? Y'all looking good? Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> uh, last week, Pastor Benjamin talked talk to us about the shiitake mushroom. Those were some moments, weren't they? So he reminded us that um, problems were here before we got here. Problems were here before we got here. He also reminded believers how we need to shred the things that are dominating you and how to flip it to tear the kingdom of darkness down. Amen? Amen. Didn't he tell us that? Y'all remember that? Yes. Okay. You know, he said that your birth gave Satan a target, mm -hmm. gave Satan a new target. But I'm, you know, it, it's good. We know these things. But we have to understand that how we flip that, like he said, how we're going to flip and shred that. His, our birth might have gave Satan a new target. But what Satan didn't count on, what he didn't count on was the fact that your birth gave God a new soldier. Amen. We have any soldiers in here? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want y'all to get excited today because every day that God breathes life in us is an opportunity to pursue and serve him. It's, 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 we should be celebrating. We should be just celebrating just because he is God and he is good and he chose us and we're here right now in this moment. So today we're going to be beginning a new series called Beyond Good. So give God some praise for that. I don't know about any of you all, but I am so grateful that no matter what we do, no matter what we say, no matter what we think, that God still loves us. He won't abandon us and he is beyond good to us and we're beyond equipped to walk in this life that God blessed us with. Amen. Amen. We're going to do our Bible confessions. Hallelujah. We're going to do our Bible confession together. Okay, ready, read. This Let's. Is my Bible. I can do what it says I can do. I can do what it says I can do. I can have what it says I can have. Every verse is God breathed. I aim to live by every word. It is essential to my faith foundation and works to change me from the inside out into the person God created me to be. This is why I never let it go. It is reliable. It is the truth. It is divine. It is my Bible. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Our foundation scripture today is going to be Ephesians 3.20. And I'm going to read that from the New King James Version uh, first. It says, Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us. Yes. I'm also going to read that from the Passion Translation. 
The Passion Translation says, Never doubt God's mighty power to work in you and accomplish all this. He will achieve infinitely more than your greatest request, your most unbelievable dream, and exceed your wildest imagination. He will outdo them all, for his miraculous power constantly energizes you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, I just thank you. I thank you, Lord God, for this day. I thank you, Lord God, for your children. I thank you, Lord God, for the people that you have connected us with, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, that we are encouraging each other, Lord God, to continue to do what you've called us to do. Father God, I thank you that we will not only know the assignment, we will understand the assignment, and we will execute the assignment in victory, Lord. I pray, Lord God, for every person that is in here. Every person that is listening, Lord God, I pray a hedge of protection over their lives, over their families. I thank you, Lord God, that whatever it is that they're going through right now, Lord God, I thank you that they will learn to grow through it and not just go through it, Father God. I thank you, Lord God, as we continue to look towards you, Lord God, you will continue to bless us exceedingly and abundantly above anything we can think or imagine, Father. I thank you, Lord God, as I decrease, you will increase, and your people will hear everything that you want them to hear, Lord God. They will receive it, and not only something that they can use later on, Lord God, they can use it right now today. So, Father, we just give you all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise in Jesus' name. Amen. amen. Let's go to Philippians 4 and 13. We're going to read that from the Amplified Classic. And it says, I have strength for all things in Christ who empowers me. I am ready for anything and equal to anything through him who infuses, him who infuses inner strength into me. I am self-sufficient in Christ's sufficiency. You see, some, sometimes believers, I, I'm, I'm being real with y'all, you know, because all of this applies to all of us. But we sometimes see challenges as obstacles. But you know, we should be seeing challenges as motivation to propel us into our purpose of serving God. Y'all get that? Obstacles. We look at obstacles like they're challenges, but they should be motivation for us to move and pursue the things of God. Amen. The harvest from your obedience outweighs any challenge, any circumstance, any situation, anything that you might be facing. Some of you might be facing some challenges now. Look at that as it's time for me to pursue God. Right. It came here. God knew that he equipped me. I am beyond equipped for it. So, okay, the challenge shows up. We don't look at that as an obstacle. We look at that as it's time for me to pursue my God Amen. because he has the answer because he is the answer. It's time to pursue, pursue. It's time to move. It's time to make haste to get to God by any means necessary. Obstacles don't stop us because you know what? God said he's not going to abandon you. Amen. He's not going to leave you. He's not going to forsake you. So just because a challenge show up, we got we to gotta flip it. We got to flip that thing, okay? There's a challenge that showed up. There's a diagnosis that showed up. There's some financial situation showed up. There's some things that are showing up in my life. My children have showed up and they don't went to the left. Okay, but those are, we look at them and say, oh my God, that's an obstacle. Oh my God, is that going to take me out? Oh my God, what am I going to do? Oh my God, let me pursue you. That should be our first line of defense. 
I look at obstacles totally different now. I used to look at obstacles like, oh my God, why this came here? What's going on? How this gonna happen? How I'm gonna do this? I always tell Mike, what we gonna do? You know, and he always remind me, we're gonna pursue God. We're gonna do what God say. That's our first line of defense. I, now I see things like this. I see things like this. If it came to me, that means I'm equipped for it. If it came to you, you're beyond equipped to handle it. So I think that as believers, we need to be a little more concerned about why ain't nothing happening. Ain't nothing, ain't no challenges coming. Y'all just, hey, we just living life and just hanging out. But we are supposed to be enjoying this life on earth. We still have assignments. We still have purpose. We have, because we have the promise of God. But we got to pursue those things. In Ephesians uh, 3.20, it told us that. It said that God, that he will do exceedingly abundantly above anything that we can think or imagine. But y'all got to do something. Y'all got to think. We got to imagine. We got to do our part. And then we allow God to infuse us with his power. Amen? Amen. Deuteronomy 31 and 6. We're going to read that from the New Living Translation. And that says, so... So be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid and do not panic before them. For the Lord your God will personally, he will personally, he will personally go ahead of you. He will never fail you nor abandon you. He will never fail you or abandon you. He has already gone where he's sending you. That's the, that's, let me tell you, that's a, that's a praise break right there by itself. Because Anytime you step into any situation or circumstance, your God has already been there. All you had to do was show up, show up. You showing up, picking up the spoils. You didn't even have to fight. You didn't have to talk. You didn't have to do anything. You just had to show up. Be obedient. We just got to show up because we are infused with his mighty power. There is nothing that can take us out of his hands. It is time for us to give birth to the visions that God has placed on the inside of us. We have visions on the inside of us. Y'all are some vision-making people. Y'all are creative. Y'all are equipped. Y'all are anointed. But what are we doing with that? It's time to move. It's time to do something with the power that God has given us. He has placed it in us. So when a woman is pregnant, Her body changes every single day. Women, women know our bodies change every single day uh, in preparation for, for that birth. There's some ups, there's some downs, there's some moving around, there's a whole lot of things going on. Yet, she knows that at the end of that, there's going to be a birth. There's going to be something wonderful. There's going to be something great. There's going to be something that is going to be like a gift that keeps on giving. It's going to keep on giving. So, God has, when God created you, there was a birth in the inside of you. There was a vision on the inside of you. There was something that he placed on the inside of each and every one of you. It's not the same. It's all different. That's why we have a whole body of Christ. We don't have an arm of Christ, a head of Christ, a foot of Christ. We got a body. This is the body right here. And God has put different visions and gifts and creativity in each and every one of you. We all have a part to do, but you got to give birth to it. Amen. You got to not let that vision die. You got to allow that vision to grow. How do you do that? You continue to pursue what God has placed on the inside of you. You don't let nothing, nobody, no situation, no circumstance 
change what God has told you to do. It don't look like how Pastor Deborah's going to do her vision. Miss DJ do something different than what I do. But that don't mean that it's, that it's not worthy of God. That doesn't mean that God didn't give it to me. I can go and explain something to anybody in here. You might not see what I'm saying because it wasn't for you. And that's okay because we are uniquely different. Everybody's not made the same. We're all uniquely different. Nobody's above anybody. Nobody's beneath anybody. But your vision and your gift is vital to the body of Christ. So I came here to remind you today that you need to move. You need to move. You, you got a book that you're writing? Stop just writing a book. Get it published. Let's, let's move. There are things in the body of Christ that we need, and they're in the inside of each and every one of you. Each and every one of you have the gift. You know, we, if you keep praying to God and saying, God, um, I'm hurt. Could you please take this cup from me? Could you please move this this hurt, you know, somebody hurt me, somebody hurt my feelings, somebody, you know, in my family, I'm not talking to them, you know, why, they, they know why I ain't talking to them, we ain't doing this, but we have to get to the point where we are pursuing the things of God so much that we get to be like Teflon saints, y'all Teflon, it's some that stuff that sticks to, it don't stick to you, you know, you got to release the hurt so that you can get past the pain so that you can do what God has called you to do. Everything that's designed and created for you is for you. We say, God, this person hurt me and I'm not talking to them no more. This person did this to me and I'm not, I don't even want to be in their presence anymore. But we saints. God, God will tell you to go minister to them. So we're going to tell God, not today. Not today. You don't, you don't know what they said to me. That stuff, that stuff stuck to me. It hit me. You know, God wants us to be like Teflon. We're going to be like the saints where stuff can fall right off of us. We can't keep holding this stuff on. These things are not for us to be carrying around. And, you know, the God that we serve, we say, how do we, how do we say it? We say, we have a situation. Fix it, Jesus. Yeah, fix, it. fix it, Jesus. Yeah. Won't he do it? <laughs> well, y'all know Jesus already fixed it on the cross. Yeah. He already did it on the cross. So now it's time for us to fix some things. It's time for us to do some things. It's time for us to walk in our anointing. It's time for us to walk this life out in victory and stop leaving people behind. We got to rediscover and realign ourselves with God. Situations and circumstances don't mean God changed. If he didn't change, why we did? Your assignment might change. But Christ does not change. His word does not change. And you know what? You're beyond equipped. You're beyond equipped. If you keep asking God to remove the hurt then and remove the pain, then you sometimes you won't get the lesson from it. Right. And then you'll just move on to the next hurt, and the next pain, the next hurt, the next pain. It's time for us to grow from it. We don't, we don't have to sit and continue to go through things. We don't have to wait for life to happen. We make things happen. We shakers and movers. We make things happen because we're beyond equipped to do that. And God is for us. He's already infused you. I love that word, infused. He has already infused you with all this power. We got to start sitting on all this power. All this power. Romans 12, 1 and 2. In the message version, it reads, so here's what I want you to do, God helping you. 
take your everyday, ordinary life, your sleeping, eating, going to work, and walking around life, and place it before God as an offering. Embracing what God does for you is the best thing you can do for him. Don't become so well-adjusted to your culture that you fit into it without even thinking. Instead, fix your attention on God. You'll be changed from the inside out. Readily recognize what he wants from you and quickly respond to it. Unlike the culture around you, always dragging you down to its level of immaturity. God brings the best out of you, develops well-formed maturity in you. So God has already developed us. We should be mature. When we're praying from a position of hurt, you will not put in the work when God calls you to move in the direction of dealing with the pain so you can conquer every obstacle that is attached to that situation. When you pray in from a position of hurt, you're not going to grow in the things that God wants you to grow because you're praying from emotions. And we all know that we don't make decisions out, out of our emotions. We don't walk in our emotions. We know what we do with those emotions. We have to cast them all out in the name of Jesus because we're walking in the finished work of Jesus. We're walking in the finished work of Jesus. Jesus is for us. He won't leave you. He won't abandon you. He got your back. Heaven is backing you. If you make a decision, you make a decision to change. You know who's coming at you. They don't want... The enemy don't want you to change for the good. The enemy wants you to stay conformed to the world, conformed to the things that you see. God said that we need to, we're in the world, but we're not of this world. And sometimes we use that for a crutch. We will say everything that the world tell us to tell us when we don't want to do something that God told us. I'm going to use me for example. Because I know, you know, I, I, I have some examples in here. But I'm going to use me for example because, you know, God will tell me to go and bless somebody mm -hmm. with a word, with a seed, whatever, just presence or whatever. I don't want to go do that today. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. So I, I, just, I look up to the heaven and I say, I think I hear God telling me today I need to stay home. <laughs> You know, we, we're listening and we're hearing from God, but we will put a worldly spin on it. When I say worldly spin, I, I mean it because it's out of order. It's out of order for us as believers because we are here to do what God has called us to do. That's the first thing we're here to do. We're here to walk in our purpose. We are here to set hell on fire. We are here to go into the gates of hell and, and snatch every person that's connected to us out by any means necessary. We're going to go in there. We kicking. We pull them out if they screaming and yelling. But you know what? That's what we're here to do. We are here to not leave a person behind. We are here to win souls for Christ. We are here to walk in the help God do what he has already said and established on this earth. He established something on this earth. We're here to do it. We're not here to just sit back and say, well, I don't feel like doing that today. 
Well, God, I know you told me to do that today, but can I do it? Right now, I'm getting ready to, to do something else right now, God. But I'll get to it. We can't get to it. We need to be about it. When it comes to God and the things that he's told us to do, we need to move right then. We don't need to be doing things on our time. We need to do things all the time for the kingdom. If God has perfected everything that concerns us, then why we don't want to be obedient all the time? Looking at things from, from the perspective of God already went before me. We read that in the word. Didn't it say that? It said he's already went before us. So if he's already went before us and now he's perfecting things for us, then all we need to do is walk in that because it is for us. We should be able to do the things that are for us. I mean, everything that God has set up, he set it up for us. God is not asking us to do anything out of order. If he tells you to do it, it's a reason. And it's your season to do it, what he said to do. Psalm 138 and 8, the New King James Version. It says, the Lord will perfect that which concerns me. Your mercy, O Lord, endures forever. Do not forsake the words of your hands. You're beyond equipped. You are beyond equipped. He has perfected everything that concerns you. God doesn't want you conformed. He wants you transformed. God doesn't want you conformed. He wants you transformed. He doesn't want you to be conforming to every situation and circumstance that's in your life. He wants you to be transformed. You're overcomers. You're overachievers. You You got this. I came today to encourage you to move. This is a movement. What God has established already, it's already been established. All we're doing is walking in the finished work of Jesus. You know, the Holy Spirit is good. And sometimes, even, I want y'all to know, sometimes we, you look at me, I'll just say me, and you say, okay, well, she's, she's doing what God is telling her to do. Well, sometimes I'm kicking and screaming, too. I want y'all to know I ain't got it all together. I ain't got it all together. I'm still working. I'm still growing. But the thing about it is I'm still obedient to God because I would tell God, you know, when he says it's time to move, I might don't feel like moving, but it don't matter what I feel. And every time I do what God tell me to do on the other side, I see the blessing. It ain't one blessing. It's a whole bunch of blessings. So we got to get out of our fillers and start getting into our doers. We don't want to put in the work. I'm sorry to tell y'all that, but a lot of times we don't want to put in the work. Nobody goes to a job, hit the clock, and go sit down and do nothing and get paid. You got to put in the work. We got to put in the work. Well, some of us, some of us got a job where we just go and punch the clock. I've been told that might be me. <laughs> but you know, the, the good thing about it is I have a husband. I send him to work to make my money. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> 
you know, all, all I say is, we just, what's, what's our word? We say, let the Lord use you. Let the Lord use you. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, y'all got me with that one. <laughs> I want to tell y'all, you know, when we are always watching, sometimes we like to watch what other people are doing. You know, watch. Let me see what Pastor Benjamin know over there doing. Maybe I can do that too. Let me see what somebody else do. Maybe I can do that too. But you know what? The world is watching Christians. And Christians are watching the world. But I'll be doggone, ain't nobody watching God. That's who we need to be watching. We don't need to be trying to see what our neighbors are doing. If you are sent there to assist them with doing something, they might have a vision, and you might be connected to that vision. Don't go trying to take over the vision. Go be an asset. Amen. Go do what your assignment is. You know, people think that assignments means I got to do it. Your assignment might mean to serve somebody. Well, I can't serve them because um, that what they're doing. I thought about doing that in 1920. I was going to do it, but now they doing it. So I want to tell them how to do it because, see, God showed me how they should be doing it. And we do that, saints. If y'all could be real, I'm, look, I'm going to be real transparent. We do that. We see somebody doing something, moving, doing what God told them to do, being beyond equipped, and we want to slither ourselves in there because we ain't doing what we supposed to be doing, and we want to tell them how to do it. Now you done left your stuff that you're supposed to be doing over there. We got to go back over there and start picking up the stuff that we're supposed to be doing. And, and I know we, we use the word multitasking. We all multitask. I know sometimes we say women are, they some mighty multitaskers. I ain't going to say, you know. But we have men that are multitaskers too. We don't, we don't have to do one thing. We have some men that are multitaskers too. How many, how many multitaskers we got in here today? I'm so glad y'all all raised y'all hand. Because <laughs> listen, some of y'all multitaskers be like, I can't get up and pray today at 5 a.m. That's, you know, I can't do that. Everybody except for me. And your boss tell you to get in at 5 a.m. Y'all be clocking in 15, 10 minutes. Y'all be clocking in early, early. What happens is we make God our option and we make everything else a priority. But God has made you his priority. Every time you call on him, he answers. Every time there's a need, every time there's something going on, he said we ain't even got to pray to him and ask him for what we need. He already supplied that. I ain't got to go to him and say, Lord, I pray for my husband to get another job. I ain't got to do that. Because God already supplied everything we need. He is our source. Your job is not your source. God is your source. Your children ain't your source. God is your source. Your friend ain't your source. God is your source. 
Everything connected to you is connected to God. Amen. And we got to pursue him. Amen. We got to be like in hot pursuit of God. We can't be continuing to let things slip. When we sit and we think about priorities, those are the things we pursue, right? Mm -hmm. We pursue priorities. Option is something we can, we, we'll get to that when we get to it. We shouldn't be like that about Christ, though. I ain't going to get up at 5 o'clock and pray. I don't care because you woke me up, Holy Spirit. I'm going right back to sleep. <laughs> I ain't going to get up and pray this morning because, you know, I just went to sleep an hour ago. If, God, if, if the Holy Spirit is waking you up, then you need to get out that bed and you need to pray. If, you, if you're praying, and I'm going to tell you all the truth. I did this before. I was on a prayer call at 530. Lord, no. That, that sometimes didn't work for me. I said, I'm going to lay in the bed and pray. You know that worldly thing, like, I'm going to just lay right here and I'm going to pray. Okay. Alarm, alarm go off at 7 o'clock. Well, what happened to the prayer? Did I go back to sleep? <laughs> Say out of order. We have to be intentional about God. I'm not a bed prayer. I, gotta, I have to get up out the bed and move. Because God is intentional about us. We got to be intentional about him. I'm not going to give him no sleep prayer. <laughs> He's my priority. I'm going to give him my all. Because you know what he did for us? He gave us his best. We're not going to sit back and give him the rest of what we got left over. Well, let me just get up and say thank you, Jesus, and get out of this house and go to work. Let me say thank you, Jesus, and get up and go do what I need to do. Oh, I got to go meet my, my girlfriends at breakfast at 7, but I... God is the priority. You don't need to move unless you talk to him first. Amen. It's because of him you're able to go to that breakfast. It's because of him you're able to pray. It's because of him you're able to talk to your, your neighbors, your family, and your friends. Because he continues to wake us up. I'm so glad. I don't know about y'all, but I'm so glad that I serve a God that makes me his priority. Amen. What if God decided... He won't make y'all an option. What if he say, oh, I forgot to wake Rita up today. Oh, well. I know we're laughing, but really, but really you think, think about that. Think about that. If he created us in his image, then we should be making him our priority. We got to get, we got to get in order. You know, Satan, is, Satan can't take you out. So what he's doing right now, he's trying to wear you out. And there's some war-out Christians. We get war-out because we're not doing the things that God has called us to do. We're trying to do everything else and then fit, fit God into that box, fit him into our time, fit him into our schedule. But you know what? He can't, if he can't not take you out, don't let him wear you out. How do you do that? You don't quit. You don't quit on your marriage. You don't quit on your finances. You don't quit on your assignments. You don't quit on anything that's connected to you. You continue to go forward. You continue to pursue the things of God. There is no devil in hell that's stronger than you, more powerful than you, more equipped than you, more anointed than you. He, he ain't even smarter than you. Amen. It's some, it's some people in here that have businesses. 
Y'all started these businesses. Y'all working these businesses. Y'all, God gave you a vision and you're doing it. You're not quitting. And God is so pleased with that. We have to have more of our saints in position, opening businesses, running for these offices. We complain about political things, you know. We complain about, oh, my God, look what, they, look what they're doing up there. They need to change this law and that law. But what are we doing? We, can't run, we can run for the office. They ain't told us we couldn't do that. <clears throat> we need to get some saints on the ground. We need to get some saints in these offices. We need to get some saints in position. God has given you all this knowledge and wisdom and all this teaching. It's some, it's some book smart saints up in here, but they ain't teaching nothing. I ain't come to get on y'all today. I just came to encourage y'all. <laughs> I see some of y'all looking at me like, well, you know, talk to your daddy because you know what? I am doing what he told me to do. So we have to move. We have to continue. You know, there's, because there should be no quit in you, y'all need to learn how to suit up, get up, rise up, wake up, move up. We got to keep moving. This is a movement. And if you can't have a movement without movement. How are you going to have a movement and nobody ain't moving? Each and every one of you are transform leaders. Amen. Y'all are leaders. Every single person in here is a leader. Y'all are not beneath. God said y'all are the head and not the tail. Amen. He said y'all are more than conquerors. I want y'all to rem- be reminded of who you are. You serve a God that not only does he have the answer, he is the answer. He's your solid rock. He's your solid foundation. When you feel like you're getting a little shaky, you got to go to your God because his foundation is solid. He done told you to bring everything to him. Everything. That means take this stuff off your back. It's heavy. You don't have to carry things that God said give to him. Stop holding on to grudges. Stop holding on to uh, financial lack. Stop holding on to a diagnosis just because they told you something. You ain't got to receive it. Okay, I'm glad you told me. Now it's time for me to get to work on my knees because I got to pray because I already know what God told me. If he said that you to heal, protecting your health, protect your health. How do you protect your health? You get yourself girded up. You get yourself off, the, your, get yourself on your knees. You know what, Christians? We should have, our knees should be like worn out. I don't care. We, might, we, need, we need to buy some knee pads. We, everybody in here need to go to the store and get some knee pads because we need to be wearing our knees out in times such as this. Every last one of us. We're a chosen generation. We are a chosen generation. What are we chosen for? We're not, we're not, Lord Jesus, we're also an entitled generation. We want everything delivered to us on a silver platter. Then, Lord God, we complain about the platter. We got, we, we door dash, grocery dash, <laughs> online ordering, Amazon, Amazon, Amazon got a, uh, got a warehouse in every neighborhood now. And I'm not, I'm not talking about the people that 
that actually need to use this. But I'm talking about some of us saints that just don't want to use our mobility that God has given us to move. This is one thing that's keeping us from not moving. We got all of these things and we just feel like we're entitled. We're entitled to this. God has blessed you with the mobility to move. Learn how to move. Learn how to move. We're taking things that are put in place for temporarily and we're applying that permanently. We got to have motivation to move. Motivation to move. We got to stop being stagnant. We got to stop sitting around and not doing what God told us to do. I, I am free. I'm going to tell y'all. And each and every person in here is free. We have to be so rooted and grounded in the things of God that we know without a shadow of a doubt that he already got it. He already did it. We don't have to keep going to God saying, God, can you do it again? Can you do this one more time? Well, God, I remember. You remember that time when you took, you helped me with this situation? Can you help me again? Why are you back in the same situation? We got to move from these situations. We can't keep going around the mountain. We got to go speak to some things. You got power and authority in the words that you speak. You can say something to somebody and hurt them so bad and you, you can cut them. I mean, you can, 10 years later, they still upset or hurt. They can tell, some people can tell you when you went to school with them. Some people can tell you some things that you might have said back when y'all was in school. And I'm looking around, I, I, I know it's some people that done been out of school for a little bit. <laughs> but if you go, if you go back, you can probably remember somebody said something to you. I ain't going to say way back then. Just a little while ago. <laughs> but it's still, you still remember that. It still hurts you. It still cuts you some type of way. So if we have, we got that same tongue that we can use to heal, to heal people, to lift people up. We got to show up for people too. You know, oh, prayer is good. Prayer is the best. That's our first line of defense. Anytime something going on, we need to be praying. That's our first thing we do. But we don't got so entitled. We want to pray or say we pray, but we don't show up for nobody and nothing. The right thing. We show up for a party, any kind of party. But when there's something going on with our sisters and brothers, we can't show up for them. We are, we're not being accountable. And God wants us to be accountable. He wants us to be doing things on purpose. We are our brother and sister's keeper. You know, ladies, this is just an example. I ain't, I ain't talking about nobody. This is just an example about being entitled. We would say, hmm. Girl, I didn't get on that wild call, that women's fellowship. I didn't, I didn't get on it because I was so tired from working. I'm working the, God, the job that God blessed me with, but I was so tired I didn't get on. Now, we can't be so entitled that we can't lay in our bed and press a button, turn our cameras off, and receive what God has for us. That's entitlement. That's, that's us being worldly. I mean, God has set things up so easy for us to receive the word that he has for us. But now we get so entitled that we won't even press a, we won't even press a zoom camera just to hear the word. We got, we have excuses for why we're not doing what we're doing, but those excuses are only for you. 
because everything that God wants accomplished is still going to get accomplished. But I don't know about any of y'all, but I want to be a part of every single thing God is doing. I want to be a part of it. We all should want to be a part of what God is doing because he's just that good. He is beyond good. I don't want God. God, I don't want you to do nothing that I don't know about. I want to know everything. I want to be in the mix. You, you want what you want me to do. That's how we need to be. God, what, God, you doing that? What's my part? Not God, you doing that? Well, let me know when y'all get it all set up and I'll show up maybe. <laughs> if we, if y'all set the atmosphere, if you're not there, and then you got to hear about the goodness and everything. Last night I went to um, the Maverick uh, City concert. Let me tell you. That was such a blessing to see so many people packed in that place, praising God. It was such a blessing. And you could just feel the wave of just people releasing things and letting things go and celebrating God. That's how we should be every single day. We should be having a praise party for Jesus every single day. I have never, ever heard a saint say, I'm so tired of Winning souls for Christ. We tired of everything else. But we can't say that because sometimes we get a little entitled. Sometimes we get a little lax. Sometimes we get a little, um, I don't feel like doing that today. Oh, you want to go, you in Burger King, you going to eat? Talk to somebody. Witness to somebody. Tell them you love them. Say hi to them. You know, sometimes, I'm going to tell y'all the truth. Sometimes I get there too. And I'm I'm telling y'all that I get there because I want y'all to understand that we all get off. We don't need to be looking at what somebody else's walk is like because sometimes people will present something to you. It ain't them. You might see them one way, like I could see you in church today, but I might see you on the streets and I might not recognize you, you know? So we got to get to the point where we continue to pray for each other. But you know, there are times... When, when I've been somewhere, and I'm going to tell y'all the truth, I done ran ahead from some of y'all. <laughs> I saw y'all in Walmart. I'm going to just tell y'all the truth. <laughs> and it wasn't, it wasn't, look, I love all y'all. It wasn't because of any of y'all. It was because I didn't feel like saying hey. Or I didn't feel like, you know, winning a soul. I didn't feel like, you know, you know what I'm saying? I just want to get in and get out. But God sent me there. It wasn't just that I needed milk. God sent me there on purpose. And then he put people in our path for a reason. And just that time, somebody else else came and ministered to y'all when I hid. Because God going to make sure everything he wants to get accomplished, get accomplished. I just didn't receive the blessing from that. Because there's a blessing attached to every promise that God gives us. But if we keep running and hiding from each other, how are we going to do what we're supposed to be doing? I want to tell y'all, I was sent today just to encourage you all back in position. Just to encourage you all to move. Just to encourage you all to let you know that it's okay God loves us without conditions. 
He does. So it doesn't matter how you might have got off. Just get back on. Today's your day to get back on. It's okay. It's okay if you get off, but just get back on. Don't stay off. You might bend a little bit, but you're never broken. Bending and broken is two different things. Y'all are winners. Y'all are winners. It doesn't matter what the enemy throws at you, you still win. It's not what he's throwing at you, it's how you're doing, how you're perceiving, how you're walking through it, how you're growing from it, how you're going to move past it, how you're going to take care of what you're supposed to take care of. Well, I, I can't witness to anybody today because I'm going through my own situation. Well, your own situation got answers in you ministering to somebody else. Your own situation is a breakthrough. All you have to do is just continue to walk and trust God. It's trust, trust God, trust God, trust God, trust God. Everything that we talk about in the body of Christ goes right back to trusting God. I don't care what nobody said about you. They talking about you, well, good. That means you doing something right. If everybody likes everything that you say, something ain't right with that because somebody going to find something wrong with what you're saying, what you're doing, what you're wearing, how you eat your food, how you talk to that person, how you, somebody got something to say. But we need to be concerned about what God says. I'm only concerned now about what God said. And, And I was sent here to remind you, we all, God prepared a table before us in the presence of our enemies. A lot of us believers keep leaving the table hungry. Why we keep leaving the table hungry? We got to partake in everything on that table. You won't go to a buffet and get chicken only. You're going to partake in them sides, them desserts, and the bread, everything that's on there. Everything that's on that table. We got to do that with the table that he's prepared for us. Pick up every single thing from that table. Pick up your anointing. Pick up your purpose. Pick up your vision. Pick up everything that's on that table. Stop leaving that table hungry. Stop leaving that table disgusted. Stop leaving that table feeling abandoned. Stop leaving that table with mental anxiety. Stop leaving that table feeling like you don't deserve to be there. Stop leaving that table feeling any type of way, but that you are more than a conqueror. That God chose you. If nobody else loves you, he does. Jesus thought you was to die for each and every one of you. He didn't choose one. He he chose all. All of us. So we got to be steadfast, unshakable, immovable about the things of God. He is perfecting everything that concerns you. He ain't leaving nobody out. And let me tell you something that y'all probably, I don't know if y'all know this or not. I don't assume. So I'm going to tell y'all, God got enough for all of us. You ain't got to push and shove and act any kind of way. He got enough for you because he is enough for you. And he said that you're enough too. Walk your walk. Run your race. Don't worry about what somebody else doing because God got enough for you. He's already covered you. He wants us to understand the assignment. You know, we get an assignment and we say, okay, I, I know what the assignment is. Knowing an assignment and understanding an assignment, Lord Jesus, is two different things. 
If you know your assignment, then you know that you're above and not beneath. If you know the assignment, then you know that your marriage is strong. If you know the assignment, then you know that that diagnosis ain't going to take you out. If you know the assignment, then you know your finances will be double. Debt pay yourself off. We already know these things, but we don't understand these things. That's a difference. That's a difference. God wants us to understand him. He wants us to understand the anointing that he put on the inside of us. He wants us to understand every person that's connected to us. I used to always say, I must be in the wrong family. I believe I, believe I was adopted because these people, I don't, I don't really know. I'm like, I'm, something, something got off. And, and one day God told me, he said, yeah, you got off. You got off. Because if you're saying, this is me, if I'm saying, my family, I've been ministering to them, and they just don't get it. I can't. It's hard to be around. I'm just saying all of these things. I know. I ain't, am I the only one? No. Okay. All right. Y'all feel. Okay. So, so we in these families, and we're like, what, what the world happened? God done dropped me in, in the wrong household. I'm, so, I'm not supposed to be in this family. But then when God told me, he said, you out of order because I put you there. I put you there so you could be the light. If you walk away and you see the darkness, then where's the light? Who's representing me? Who's representing me? Who's showing them the way? Who's, who's, who's inner, who is being the person that they need to see so that they can show them me? We have to be who God has called us to be so we can show the people him. Amen. We got to show people God. And it starts with your family. Your family's the closest people to you. If you ain't talking to them, you ain't showing up for them, you, 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 you're acting like you got adopted, whatever the case may be. Your family is your family. God didn't make no mistake when he put you there. God didn't make no mistake when he put you there. We can't, we can't be treat people in the street, man. We treat people that God placed us with as our family. I know there's a saying when we say, uh, we, we might not be blood, but, you know, we're in the family of Christ and, and things. That's great. But you still need to take care of your blood, too. You still need to reach out. You got How you going to walk in love with people you don't know, but you can't walk in love with people that you know? We got to walk in love with everybody. Everybody. There's no picking and choosing. Jesus did not pick and choose. He covered all of our sins. He didn't say, I'm going to cover your sin, but uh, I don't know about yours. He's he covered it all. And that's how we got to be. So, you know, I was talking about being entitled. Let me tell y'all. So I told my granddaughter to walk her little three-year-old legs in the kitchen and get something for me. Right? That little girl walking, but she told me, she, I heard her say, not again. <laughs> When God tell us, when God tell us to go back and rebuild those relationships, not again. When God tell us to go serve somebody, not again. When God tell us to go and move and do something, not again. I already tried that. It didn't work. We got to do it again. We got to stop being, not again, saints. We got to serve God all the time. When he say move, we got to move. He's our daddy. We, you know, I'm learning things from these little kids. Yeah. 
I'm going to tell y'all, I'm learning things from, from them. When she said that, I was like, I was like, I'm going to. <laughs> I heard that. And, and, here, and here, come, here come the Holy Spirit saying, that's what you do. I said, not again. <laughs> we can't be no not again, saints. We can't do it. We, we just got to move because God is so intentional. And we got to pay attention to the moments. We so busy moving and doing stuff. We're not paying attention to the moments. Every moment is teachable if you're teachable. Every moment. We're, we're living in times, saints, we're living in times when we've seen viruses shut down the whole world. We're living in times where we're, we're seeing children being killed just to go into school. We're living in times where we're seeing marriages, Christian marriages outnumber, the divorce rate outnumbers the world's divorce rate. We see people that... Um, we're just living in some times that are, I won't say they're difficult. I say that they're different. They're different. Because when you can't go to the grocery store and get you some things and leave and go back home, that's, that's, that's really different. That's really different. So because we're living in these different worlds, we need, to be, we need to be out here making a difference in this world. But we are believers. We are so busy. We're so busy and so turned up for other stuff that we have become prey because we're not praying. People are counting on us to P-R-A-Y, but we have become P-R-E-Y. We're supposed to be part of the solution. We can't be part of the problem. I just want to encourage y'all back in position. There's a spiritual warfare going on out here. Just because it might not hit your house yet, 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 we got to be prayed up. We got to be ready. What we say we don't get ready, we need to stay ready. We say, we, we have all these, these sayings. We have all these cliches. We have all these things. But how are we walking those things out? I found out some of the stuff my mama told me was true. I was like, that lady was right. But we missed the moments. So we got to be paying attention. We got to be, we, we need to be paying attention, Christian. We cannot be out here doing spiritual warfare part-time. We need to be serving God all the time. We need to be about our father's business all the time. We need to get ourselves up, dust ourselves off when we fall down, get up, get back in position, and continue to walk this life out. You're beyond equipped to do it. There's no quit in you. There's no stop in you. Every day God wakes you up is an opportunity to pursue him. He's your priority. He's not an option. God is for you. Who could be against you? All of these things that we hear and say that are in this word, everything that we talk about is in the word. We should be so in tune, infused with what God says that no matter what the circumstance is, if somebody says, um, you know, there's a diagnosis that he's, oh, well, praise God. Now I know how to pray for this. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, you know your, your credit score and say, oh, okay, thank God that he's my source. Every, everything, that, everything that we hear, <clears throat> excuse me, everything that we hear, we got a word to come back. Right. 
As Pastor Benjamin said last week, shred it, flip it. That's what we do. We're some, we're some non-stick Christians. Things shouldn't stick to us. Things shouldn't cause us to be stagnant. Things shouldn't cause us to be still. We got to move and be intentional about it. I'm going to read one scripture. Um, Psalm 37, 23 and 25. God is beyond good. And you are beyond equipped. There is no quit in you. Amen. Everything that, that has hurt you, any offense, anything that... You, you need forgiveness for or you need to forgive somebody. You need to do it because it's really not kingdom business. <clears throat> well, Pastor Shalita, I'm hurt. I understand that. I understand that. But you have someone that's trying to kill you. You have an enemy that ain't quitting. You have an enemy that ain't, got, ain't stopping. <clears throat> he's doing, <clears throat> excuse me, he's doing what he's assigned to do. Let's <clears throat> beat water. We have to do what we're assigned to do. I'm good. I'm good. God is for you. Some people, some of, some of us are out here. We have our assignment. We know what we're supposed to be doing. But we're still waiting for somebody to tell us to move. Right. Bruh, move. I just told you. Right. <laughs> Sis, move. I just told you. Let's all move. Let's all move so that we can continue to do what God has told us to do. God does not allow pain without a purpose. Sometimes you have to grow through the pain, grow through the lesson so you can get to the blessing. Sometimes we just want to go. We don't want to grow. We just want to go. We want to go through it so it can get over with so we can move on to the next time. But God said, I want you to grow through these things. I want you to pick up what you need. There's promise in the process. There's breakthrough in the process. There's freedom in the process. There's release in the process. God is in the process. We're, when we try to go and not grow, we leave God out. We leave God out the process. And we, all, we, we want God to do things for us when we can't do it for ourselves. That's not how we're supposed to be serving God. We need to invite God into the situation and allow God to do things all the time, with us all the time. When we hit the floor in the morning, we need to get up and say, God, what we doing today? Not God, what I'm doing, and not God, what you doing. God, what we doing? What we doing today? And then we need to go ahead and execute that out. Psalm 37, 23, and 25, it says, The Lord directs the steps of the godly. He delights in every detail of their lives. Though they stumble, they will never fall. For the Lord holds them by the, by the hand. Once I was young and now I am old. Yet I have never seen godly, uh, the godly abandoned or their children begging for bread. Y'all don't beg for nothing. Y'all don't, y'all, when y'all give it to God, he got you. He got your back, he got your front, he got your side. And the good news is, when you declare and decree a thing, heaven backs you. Heaven backs you. 
There's nobody back backing your enemy. Heaven is backing you. So you don't need to be looking back. Only time you need to look back and see how far you done came. Only time you need to look down and check your shoes and make sure they good. Only time you need to be looking away from anything but God is just so you can get yourself back in order. Dust yourself off. Flip your collars. Let's keep moving. Let's keep moving. Adjust your crowns. Put it back on your head. Don't let it fall off. Don't let the enemy think he won. I don't even let him think he winning. Discouragement, I curse it in the name of Jesus. Depression, I curse it in the name of Jesus. Mental health, mental disease, I curse it in the name of Jesus. Financial lack, I curse it in the name of Jesus. Breakthrough is amongst you. Breakthrough is amongst you. You're awesome. Breakout, breakthrough Christians. Ain't no devil in hell stronger than none of you. He won't take you out. He trying to wear you out. But guess what? Now you got some instructions. Now you need to get up. You need to rise up. You need to press that zoom button and get on when you, when you can't be mobile. He, he put all these things in order for us. We got to start taking advantage of these things so that the enemy won't take advantage of us. The enemy can't take advantage of you if you know what you're supposed to be doing. And if you're doing what God told you to do, you can't just sit out and, and talk to people all the time and witness the people and win souls and be encouraged with people, but you ain't getting nothing in. Right. Take the time to invest in yourself because you are beyond equipped. I hope y'all got something out of the word today. Well, Father, I just thank you, Lord. I thank you for your word, Lord God. Your word is always true. I thank you, Lord God, for every person that is in here, Lord. We speak life into every situation, every circumstance. And Lord God, we just thank you that because we serve you, we can see the way. Because we move out the way so you can lead the way, Father. I thank you, Lord God, that today is a new day. This day will never come again. But Lord God, I thank you that you've already been there. Lord God, I just pray for every person in here. I thank you, Lord God, for everything you're doing in their lives. I don't know what their situation is. I don't know what their petitions are, Lord God. But I thank you for the manifestation that shows up today, Father. I thank you because of their obedience to get here and to get what you have for them, Lord God. It will change their lives. I thank you, Lord God, that we don't just pray and talk mere words, but Lord God, we come to you and we speak life and we expect results. So Lord, I just thank you. I thank you, Lord God, for every person in here that um, has been diagnosed with anything, Lord God. Every person that may get diagnosed in the days to come, Lord God. I curse every infection, every disease that has entered their body, cast it out and send it back to the pits of hell because we're the hill protecting our health and there is nothing foreign that's going to enter our body and live. It dies instantly. So, Father God, your report is the report that we believe. Father God, I thank you for marriages that are being restored right now in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Lord God, right now that nothing is impossible to those that believe. So, Father God, I just impart a blessing over each household. I thank you, Lord God, that we're connected to you. And being connected to you, we win. Thank you, Lord God, for it. Thank you for the victory. I thank you, Lord God, for the businesses 
that each person in here have, the businesses that will be burned. I thank you, Lord God, that they are successful. Not going to be, but they already are. I thank you, Lord God, that you're increasing your kingdom. I thank you, Lord God, right now that we are sold out and on fire for you. And there is nothing that will stop us from pursuing the things of you. I just thank you, Lord God. I thank you for the divine connections. I thank you, Lord God, that as we continue to pursue the things of you, you will continue to give us the desires of our heart, and you exceedingly and abundantly bless us. Lord God, the, the people that did not get here this morning, we just pray for them. We pray, Lord God, that all is well in their lives, all is well in their heart, all is well with anything that they're going through, Father. We thank you, Lord God, that you are refreshing them and restoring them and renewing them and re-strengthening them right now in the name of Jesus. You said you sent your word and healed them all. So, Father God, I just thank you for your healing power moving everywhere. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, that's what God had to say to us today. We pray that it blessed you. As always, we pray that the word of God blesses you, not just years from now or months from now or weeks from now, not even days from now, but we pray that you got something out of the message today that would change your life immediately. God bless you and look forward to chatting with you next time.